Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 120 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is Scott Talinsky. Scott is a senior web developer for Team Detroit and formerly a web applications developer for the University of Michigan. Additionally, Scott is a freelance web designer and developer and provides private training and consultancy on various web topics. Scott is also co-creator of Level Up Tutorials, providing free training to developers looking to learn something new. So Scott, can I ask you to expand on that brief introduction and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, actually, so I, I don't work for Team Detroit. That's the one one little small, small thing. Uh, I did work for them for a couple of years, though. Uh, I need to remove that from my website. I, I think right. that is... Uh, uh, some old old info, but um, no, I uh, I'm currently working full time on Level Up Tutorials, which is my business where I do a unique, maybe twenty to twenty five video tutorial series every single month. Um, so I'm recording, editing, producing, uh, writing the code for, and uh, making all of those things happen every single month. So it's almost like a a magazine for code tutorials. This is how I like to think of it. Like we said, we do a new one every single each month, and uh, it is a full-time job right now. It is a lot, lot of work. For, um, so uh, that's pretty much what I'm doing uh, 100% of my time, except for we record a twice-weekly podcast with Wes Boss called Syntax at Syntax.fm, where we talk about uh, web topics. Uh, Wes and I are both web development uh, teachers, so we teach web development stuff. So uh, that's obviously the the angle of the podcast because of that is, is that we're sort of approaching these things as uh, teachers of these technologies, and we want to sort of take that form into audio form. Right. Okay. You're probably aware we've had Wes on the show as well as a guest. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, well, a little while ago, but yeah, great. Okay. Scott, can you maybe share with us a career tip that the IT career energizer audience may not know and probably should? One of the things that I've always, it's always sort of stuck with me is, is that I haven't ever been afraid for new opportunities when they present themselves. And I think uh, I got some really good advice from my dad when I pr- was presented my first job offer after I had already had a job that was like pretty, pretty decent. And I was talking to him about, well, I don't know if I should leave this job or stay at my current job or whatever. And uh, he told me that, you know, I'm not telling you to, to quit your job, but every single time I was presented with an opportunity that excited me, he's like, I took that opportunity and it's always paid off. So for me, throughout my entire career, anytime a new and exciting opportunity has presented itself, I've always taken that opportunity, even if it's scary or it's overwhelming to me. I don't want to say 100% of the time it's paid off because there's certainly jobs that I've taken uh, that I don't necessarily regret taking, but I I didn't stay at them long because uh, they weren't what I thought they were. But those were all learning experiences for various different reasons. And even quitting my job to uh, become a full-time entrepreneur 
was a scary opportunity for me, but it was the opportunity and it was exciting and I took it and I don't regret one second of it, regardless of how stressful or whatever my life uh, has. Uh, it's not necessarily even right now, but over the process and uh, growing a business and things like that. So for me, if something is an exciting opportunity, it presents itself. I always look at that as something that you should take very seriously and uh, explore. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, in terms of taking opportunities as well, I think it's often the fear of the unknown as much as anything else. Um, I think there's a there's a quote I can never get it exactly right, but Richard Branson has a has a line about when you get offered an opportunity, take it and then work out how to actually achieve what you need to do to make it a good result. So I can never get it quite exactly right there. But uh, yeah. No, no, it's dead on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's basically take the opportunity and then, and then work it out. What have you got to lose? Yeah. And if it's a big thing, I almost always say yes and figure it out later. Yeah. Unless of course it is a, not, not a big thing. Cause you know, we all know there's lots of little opportunities presented here and there that are just going to get in the way essentially. Okay, Scott, can you maybe tell us about your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience? I think it was maybe something I even just hinted to a minute ago. I took a job after working at a job I really loved for a little while. Um, and the, the job I really loved, you know, the the company had some issues and it wasn't perfect by any means, but I really loved the people working there. I loved the work that we were doing. Um, and I, I left that job to take another job because of, well, it was a, it was a beyond a pay bump, but it was definitely a little bit more big time. Uh, and once I arrived at this job, it was pretty apparent to me that the grass wasn't greener on this side because I was getting worse projects. The designers that I was working with were less experienced. They were bringing me outdated techniques. The, the management staff cared much less about the work we were putting out. Uh, I was frequently getting my work done months ahead of schedule. And then when I'm, you know, presenting this saying, okay, it's done, the project's done, they'd be like, ooh, isn't this not due till two months? I'm like, yeah, but it wasn't hard and it took me a week. So uh, here it is, it's done. Like, what do I do next? And they're like, well, can you work on this some more? Like, it's, <laughs> it's done. Like, it was, it was just so frustrating to me to be in an environment where nobody cared about their work yep. and the, uh, the output of the work didn't matter as much. Um, and so, you know, what I did is, is I made the best of that experience and I took the, all that free time I had and I started learning a lot of new things. So, you know, it was right around the time a lot of front end frameworks were coming out. So I spent a lot of time learning both Backbone and Angular. I spent a long time learning Ember at that time and just experimenting with it, writing a lot of code because, you know what? I had coworkers that finished projects early at that job and they were playing video games on their phone for the rest of the day. And so that that's not something that I was interested in doing. So I, I took that time to learn. And a lot of the things I learned ended up being really, really advantageous in a job interview I had maybe like six months after I took that job. It was the shortest I've ever stayed at any job. Six months, I took, I, I got another interview. I used all that stuff I learned in that downtime and uh, crushed an interview and got a really, really sweet gig after that. So uh, I think that was my worst career moment was picking something and just feeling that like wave of regret. Like, why did I, I take this job? You know, you can't undo that kind of thing. 
Indeed. So, I mean, other than uh, making the most of your available time, what else did you learn from that experience? I, I mean, I really learned that even though I'm in this, you know, you get put in opportunities or you get put in positions, it did just give me a different perspective on work in general, right? It gave me a perspective on on the types of people I want to work with and the, the types of things I want to do in my career. So much less so of wanting to build X, Y, and Z, but more or less, I want to be working with people and projects that excite me and people who are excited by those projects, because there's only so much you can do uh, by yourself to make things exciting when the the work isn't exciting. So um, I think it it just taught me a lot about the things I wanted to do. And I wanted to get out of my career. I wanted to, to work on better things. I wanted to do much better work. So uh, I think that's really what it taught me. Okay, so moving away from your worst moment, can you maybe tell us about your career highlight or greatest success? It's tough to say because I have a lot of successes and I like to celebrate them, little ones, right? It's You You have all these little successes you love to celebrate. If I had to, to pick one golden success, I, I would say just being able to quit my job to work for myself full-time and it was a huge adjustment. It was definitely a lot of learning for me. I'd always worked at agencies. So I worked at, you know, small agencies to large agencies to middle-sized agencies and everything uh, in between. And just one, not having an office to go into and uh, people to bounce ideas off of, but also just being able to provide for my my family off of something that I created myself. And uh, when I, I first created Level Up Tutorials, I created it as a, a YouTube channel. And I, I just did it to, to provide documentation. It was never intended to become a career. And even after doing it for a couple of years, sure, I had like 200,000 YouTube subscribers or something. And you know that amount of subscribers isn't keeping the lights on. It's, it's not making very much money on YouTube. So being able to see that I had a, a little bit of an audience and I had a just a practiced skill of doing these video tutorials, I had those things that were valuable and being able to translate that into a business uh, took a lot of work because I, I'm, I'm not a born entrepreneur or anything like that. It, it definitely has been, I don't want to necessarily say a struggle, but it's been a huge, tremendous learning curve for me. So um, I, I think the the greatest achievement has been that I was able to get that off the ground as a, a career that that keeps the lights on. And, you know, here we are a couple of years later, and it's, uh, it's just getting better and better. So that's it for me. Yeah. So Scott, what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT in particular? We used to talk about how clients, they use applications like Facebook, right? Facebook had built-in chat, even like however many years ago, it had built-in chat, it had all these these features, and your clients use those sort of things, and they come to you and they say, oh, I want this and this and this. And they didn't understand it at the time just how difficult it was for so many of these websites to do that. I mean, the amount of engineering teams that went behind Twitter and Facebook and Gchat and all that stuff, they do, they don't care. They just want that kind of functionality. They want those kind of experiences. And to me, the thing that has been the most exciting from then to now and into the future is just how much easier it is to deliver those types of experiences. I sometimes look back at the things I used to build 
than the things I can build today. And the technology, uh, how much easier it's gotten with uh, frameworks and all sorts of types, uh, just basically in general, the web development world through all sorts of improvements, right? These experiences have gotten so much easier to create. And we can now give our clients these things. And I just look forward to, you know, even two years down the line, what kind of experiences am I going to be able to give people that I couldn't give them right now or that I couldn't have given, even dreamed of giving them 10 years ago? Because things just keep getting better and better and better. The technologies evolve, the platforms evolve, the browser evolves. There's like a billion browser APIs that people don't even touch because they don't even realize they're there and they're just extremely exciting and are going to continue to evolve. So it's hard to say. I, I can't predict too much of like where the industry goes, right? But I can predict that things will continue to get easier and easier and easier to produce amazing experiences. I totally agree. I think the other the other side of it, of course, is that we can produce more and more appropriate solutions and 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 deliver things faster and, and more efficiently as well. So I think there's there's a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. In the future of, of yeah, what can be done definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And then there was a, a platform that came out somewhat recently, the Gatsby JS, which is static sites built in React. And these sites are so efficient and so fast. And anytime anybody picks up Gatsby, they try it out, they build something with it, and they can't believe how easily it builds incredibly fast performant experiences. And to me, that's such an indicator of making performance and making those sort of experiences effortless. So people who have bad internet connections all over the world are still going to get a, a website that loads lightning fast if, if, if that's what they need, you know? Absolutely. Okay, we're going to go into the reveal round now, which is more of a, a round to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. You ready for this? You bet. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? I had a, um, a band in high school, and we used to remake our band's website all the time. And a lot of it was, it was just trying to add an additional functionality in like high school, you wanted to do like a flash animation and audio intro. And at the time it wasn't easy. So you dive into figuring out how to do it. And so the thing that attracted me to it was this problem solving abilities, right? You, you have a problem, it's sitting in front of you, it's difficult, and you can work through it. And then you physically produce uh, something that people can use at the end of it. So I think that's what first attracted me to it. Great. Okay. And what is the best career advice you've ever received? I really think it's, uh, you know, what I mentioned at the beginning of the show, my dad told me about taking exciting opportunities because again, I've never felt pressured to stay in, in, a, in one place or do one thing. And I've always sort of let my intuition guide me in terms of what's exciting uh, and what I feel like is a, you know, gut feeling is the best call. So to me, I think that that's the best I've ever, my, my dad's always given me great, great advice anytime I've ever gone to him. So definitely that's it. And if you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? I went to college for music and uh, I would probably go for computer science or at least make an effort to. I did not, I didn't realize I wanted to be any sort of developer until even a couple of years after college. For a long time, I wanted to do a whole bunch of things, like too many things. And 
building websites was just something I was good at, right? It wasn't what I it wasn't the fun thing. I wanted to be a graphic designer, a motion graphics artist, a, a musician, all sorts of stuff. And so if I were to begin today, I would be so much more focused because I understand now that focusing on one thing and being able to get that understanding of both what you enjoy and what you're good at is really important. And what's not important is is trying to trying to shoehorn things in that you want to be good at or whatever, and that you're not actually that good. There was a hundred careers that I'm not actually that good at that I could have tried to do. <laughs> and I had to like look at it very plainly and be like, no, you're good at this. You like this. Do it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I would, I would change that approach. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? I want to get better at delegating things, being communicative. I, I now have a small team working on level up tutorials and I would like that team to continue to grow and be more efficient. So uh, I need to be less of the lead. Well, not necessarily less of the lead, but less of the main developer on the site and more of, you know, the manager of the developers or something like that, because, right. you know, I, ha- I, I have a hard time letting go of that control. It's I've, I've built this pl- platform from the ground up. I've developed like nearly every line of code in this thing. And now I need to be much better about saying, all right, here's a project, go off and do it. I'll check it out, whatever. Um, so that that's what I'm be focusing on that and creating excellent content this year. So, okay. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Being open to learning. I always talk about having a student mentality and not feeling like a, I don't know, people, people want to say that, you know, because you have a podcast and you're teaching people that you, you know, a lot of, of stuff about web dev or whatever that, you know, I, I just don't feel like that personally. I feel like I'm a student of this. I feel like I need to be constantly learning because that's what, uh, what I enjoy. So I think my number one non-technical skill is my ability or drive to want to continue to grow myself and my abilities as a as a developer. Yeah, I think it's a key skill to have actually the ability or the desire as much as anything else to keep learning. Yeah, absolutely. And can you, Scott, maybe share a parting piece of career advice with the IT career energizer audience? I have had a very non-typical career. It's been very all over the place. My very first job was an accountant for a record label. I was a graduate of the School of Music. I did not have a computer science background, and I worked as a projectionist for a couple of years because I couldn't get a job as a developer. My parting piece of advice is to do not let whatever your current situation is hold you back from where you want to be. You keep pushing for it, keep going for it, uh, work hard, become a student and uh, never ever feel like uh, you know everything because you don't. There's just way too much to learn. So as long as you're constantly pushing in that direction, you know, your career can go in places that you never ever dreamed. Because again, uh, I did all these jobs. Then I worked at agencies. I remember getting my first agency job and feeling like it was an absolute dream. Like here I am, look at this. I'm a web developer professionally. And like that was the top of the mountain to me. And now, you know, however many years later, I have my own company, I'm teaching web development, I have employees, and everything is just like, it's almost been a total blur. It's it's bananas. So as long as you, 
don't set limitations on yourself and, you know, you just go for it, you know, who knows where you'll end up. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you? Uh, you can find me at leveluptutorials.com, which is where I publish all of my content, both uh, free and paid premium subscription stuff. You can find me at Twitter at S. Tolinsky on Instagram as S. Tolinsky. I'm also on Twitter or Level Up Tutorials as Level Up Tuts, T-U-T-S, and um, Instagram as Level Up Tutorials. Scott, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I should also mention you can also uh, hear me at syntax.fm, which is a twice weekly podcast. I think I mentioned that once at the beginning, but I uh, appreciate it. Thank you so, so much for having me on. I'm, I'm just, you know, um, just totally thankful that you, uh, you, you know, you thought my, uh, that my career stuff might be interesting to your audience. So thank you. A quick thank you again to my guest on today's show for sharing their career tips, advice, and experiences. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e, and then the number of today's episode. Now that there are three new episodes of the show every week, make sure that you're subscribed to the show so you don't miss out. And don't forget to join the new IT Career Energizer community group in Facebook. If you're enjoying the podcast, it would be great to hear from you and to learn about your own career journey, your successes, opinions, and thoughts on the future of the industry. Thanks for supporting the show. And remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.